2: Hello and welcome to Living in the Magic of Possibilities with myself, Glynice Hughes. I am so, so grateful you are listening in. Thank you so much. So today's show is Jealousy, the Green-Eyed Monster. <laughs> and it actually was a a suggestion from a listener so thank you and uh, it was a while ago sometimes it just takes a bit for these things to to pop energetically even though I have a lot to say on jealousy it's probably one of the things that I have used to distract myself the most uh more so probably uh Well, probably about once I started using the tools from Access and found out what it truly was. uh, I have not chose it for quite some time and I'm so grateful for that. And so with jealousy... What it is according to Access Consciousness, and and in case you're a new listener, uh, these tools and processes are from Access Consciousness, which you can find at accessconsciousness.com, and I will use the clearing statement from Access Consciousness, which sounds like right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, potpock, shorts, boys and beyonds. And if you go to theclearingstatement.com, you can find out more information about that and how it works. But basically it's just as I'm talking and there's lots of energies that coming up and and maybe there's some resistance or some uh, defense energy or or disbelief or whatever it might be, stuff from the past, wherever it is, uh, that energy comes up. And when we run the Clearing Statement, it's like it erases it. So it really is a huge gift. Alright, so with jealousy, what it is, is a distractor. So if you've ever, can think about maybe the last time you felt jealous or envious, you likely uh, did what I call just were stuck on the hamster wheel. You went around and around and around on it, about it. And there was no change. There was nothing that you could do to shift it. You were just stuck in that muck, so to speak. And that is really what jealousy is. It's just a distractor. So when you're, when you're choosing jealousy, you are on that hamster wheel and you're not actually able to create more. Whenever we're choosing distractor, we can never create more. We're stuck in that energy, and that energy is designed to keep us spinning. And so, first off, everywhere that you've chose jealousy, will you destroy and uncreate all times a godzillion? Whew, right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, Podpock shorts, boys, and beyonds. Now, if you've noticed, I've specifically said chose jealousy, that I've chose it, that you might have chose it, chose it. We actually are choosing jealousy or not. We're choosing anger or not. We're choosing fear or not. We're choosing happiness or not. We're choosing wealth or not. Everything is a choice. And the more that we acknowledge that, so the more that I specifically use that wording for me, (laughs) the more that it... I remember or I'm willing to acknowledge or have the awareness that I am actually am choosing it. And it's not something that happens to me. It's not out of my control. It's not, um, yeah, basically it's not out of my control. I just, it, I'm choosing it. So growing up, I was for the first nine years of my life, I was the baby and, uh, I had two older sisters. And what occurred in that for me, what I chose based on that was they could always go do things I couldn't. I was smaller. I was younger. I wasn't the age they were. So they could go do things. And it was always like, no, you need to stay here. You can't do that. You're too small. You're whatever. So that is a lot of the energy that I started, you know, with that jealousy. It was like, well, they can and I can't. And we've got these really amazing family friends. I call them our second parents because whenever our parents uh, weren't able to, to be around for us or to be there at home or whatever, we would always go to Carolyn and Fraser's house. And Carolyn and Fraser have these phenomenal memories. So they can they can bring anything like they could tell us what occurred, um, you know, 40 some years ago. And one of the things that they often remind me of, and I don't actually remember this, but they would you know, maybe my two older sisters would be going to do something and I they would have to say no to me because it was too small. And what would occur was they would say, uh, apparently I would say, well, it's always Winnie So one of my older sister's names is Renee. And apparently I would say, well, it's always Winnie You know, like Renee always gets what she wants and I don't, you know, that sort of kind of manipulation, whiny energy. Um, and that is much of that energy, That that, well, they get it and I don't. So then starting in school, there was a a gal that I went to school with and I grew up in a very small town, like population 503. Uh, Actually, I think 505 is still on the welcome side. Uh, And so, you know, knew everybody. I think there was maybe 15 or 20 of us in, in my class and went to the same school from kindergarten to grade 12, pretty much. And so there's this gal and she's pretty and her hair is perfect and you know just kind of the rich family and so then I started directing my jealousy towards her you know she was perfect she was beautiful she got everything she wanted her and her family traveled a lot and so of course the green-eyed monster I would choose that because I really desired to travel um, and my family had no interest and uh, not the finances to do it so here we are, I've got, you know, jealousy from zero to five years, and then five until, you know, pretty much, like I say, about five years ago, when I started studying access. And what is really interesting to me, and it wasn't an access person, it was somebody else, I can't think of who it was a few years ago, and it was so brilliant. They put on Facebook, jealousy is a call to action. And that's really the energy that I have with it now. When I perceive that, oh my gosh, they've got that. Oh my gosh, they've created that. And in the past, I would go to, well, why do they get it and I don't? Like kind of that real victim energy. It's like, wow, what's it going to take to create something like that or even greater for me? You know, and it takes it into question. It takes it into possibility. Because that's really the energy if right before it goes into jealousy <laughs> it's the energy of wow that's phenomenal whatever it is let's say you're on Facebook and somebody's uh, got a new car right and so all of a sudden it's like whoa and you go to that wow right before you go into well they always get what they want and I don't or they have more money and they're lucky or whatever it is that energy right before that Is the call to action? There's an energy within you that knows that you can create that or even greater for you. So when I say even greater, I don't mean better than them, like not from competition, but something that might be even greater for you. So maybe they got a, I don't know, maybe they got a BMW and you would prefer uh, a Porsche. Like something like that, but it's for you. So not better than them, but for you. And that's the energy that you want to be really aware of. That's the energy that when you can be aware of that and play with that, you can exponentialize your creating capacities. And I've probably told this story a hundred times, but it—it it was just the best example for me at the time. And it was probably I'd been using the tools of access um, maybe for six months or maybe maybe a year. I'm not even sure. It wasn't all that long. I hadn't taken a lot of classes yet. I had just been listening to a radio show like this and uh, and you know probably some other videos and stuff like that. So I was on Facebook one day and one of there's a gal in Calgary. I don't even remember her name at this point, uh, but she's in a, a city, you know, maybe a five hour drive from me. And on, on the Facebook feed, she posted this video and she had, was being interviewed by the kind of the national news about Mercury retrograde. Now, Mercury retrograde is an astrology uh, thing. You can Google it if, if you like. Um, and I was shocked Like, how does somebody get on national TV talking about something that's kind of woo-woo from this reality? I don't mean it's woo-woo to me, um, but it's woo-woo in this reality. And there she is on national TV talking about it. So the first place I went was jealousy. I'll be very honest. I went to, well, Jesus, who does she know? How did she get on there? Like, you know, and then took it into judgment of me, well, I'll never get there, I'll never be able to do that, I don't have the connections, or whatever, you know, blah, 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 victim story that I was telling myself. From what I had studied with access, I went, wait a minute, I actually have another choice here. And I stopped myself, and I'm like, okay, so what choice do I have? Because I know, I know there's always another choice. So what choice do I have? Well, okay, so seeing her on national TV talk about something that was really true and real for her, that's what lit me up. That's what got me, oh, wow, in the first place. So I was like, okay, so I just said, what would it take for me to get on CTV News? I didn't put anything else on there. I might've actually said, what would it take for me to get interviewed on CTV news or something like that? Uh, Something that was more fitting because I didn't want to be like, you know, (laughs) in a a car accident that they interviewed people around. It was something specific around getting interviewed as a professional on CTV news. And, And I just asked that question. And then I destroyed and uncreated all the points of view that I had about me being able to create that and about all of the jealousy as a distractor. So it was just all of the distractions that I'm using with this jealousy right now, I destroy and create it, right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, puck, shorts, boys and beyonds. and I would do that. And then I would ask what else was possible here that I never considered. Basically, I mean, I'm not remembering it specifically anymore, but I know for sure it was like I was tapping into the energy of what was it that that got my attention? Because I mean, in, in a feed, Facebook feed, there's tons of stuff that's going on. Most of what, you know, I'm not even paying attention to. But all of a sudden, that story just jumped at me. And I believe it was the beginning of April that year, that that I saw that and started asking and then you know, people would like it, so it would pop up in my newsfeed more and more. And and so every time I saw it that day, I would ask that question. What would it be like to be interviewed as a professional on CTV News? I had no clue what I was going to talk about. I had no clue what they, you know, but I was willing to ask and, and just continued with that energy and playing with it And I don't even remember the time frame, if it was a few days or a week later, I was part of a a book that there was 30 of us authors, and we were getting ready to launch the book and have it come out into the world, and... One of the gals in there, was a. uh, she wrote press releases in her other work. And so she wrote one for all of us, uh, kind of a general one for us to use and we could add our stuff in. And she said, just send it out to all the media places. Okay, cool. And I started looking around. I mean, I'm from not a small town as I grew up in, but certainly a smaller town. Uh, And so I looked at the the local TV station and I looked at the the, um, newspapers and I sent it in to them. And then I just had the awareness Like what does it take to get on CTV news? So I checked it out. It was a simple, like literally all I had to do was send kind of an email or a form on their webpage with the attachment of this uh, press release. Well, I kid you not, (laughs) like two or three days later, I get an email asking to book for the end of April to come on and talk about my book. Honestly, you guys, it was so phenomenal Because what it showed me was that jealousy had actually stopped me from what I could create all of my life instead of just going to a question of what would it take. Like, how does it get any more magical than that? And truly, what else is possible that we've never, ever considered? So everywhere that you've decided that whatever you've created to this point is as good as it gets and you would never be able to outcreate that? Will you revoke, recant, rescind, renounce, denounce, reclaim, destroy, and uncreate at all times a godzillion? Right, wrong, good, bad, online, pop, pop shorts, boys, and beyond. And everything that you've been refusing to create by distracting yourself with jealousy or envy or any energy that isn't contributing to you creating what you truly desire, will you destroy and create all that times a godzillion and return it to sender with consciousness? right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, pot, pot, shorts, boys and beyonds. And really, it is that simple. And so I've used that, you know, kind of that process ever since, because I'm aware, I'm aware of that energy. And I know how much I don't enjoy that energy of jealousy, like it just feels so icky. It felt so icky back when I was a kid, too. I actually remember that I remember sitting on the bus, that gal that I was really jealous of sitting, you know, a seat or two ahead of me, I could see her perfect hair, like she literally, had, um, you know, would take a curling iron and, and a kind of ringlet it all the way to the back on both sides. And it was, you know, perfect for the 80s. And, <laughs> uh, you know, and it would just be like I would just sit there in seething jealousy and, and resentment and unkindness. And I remember that feeling so clearly. Now, what we know with that in access is that that heaviness is because it's a lie So all of those times that I was on the bus or I was, you know, sitting and, you know, mad my sisters were doing things I couldn't and all of that, it was a lie, basically, that I couldn't create what they were creating. Now, yeah, maybe I couldn't go on the the ride at the fair because I was too short. But I could have created something else. I could have created, maybe uh, I could have rode on a a ride because I was short enough to go on it and they weren't. But I was so focused on, well, they get to and I don't, there was no possibility for creating anything different. And that's really what the distractors are. You know, when you're stuck in the distraction of jealousy, you'll never create anything other than more jealousy. So everything that is for you, everywhere you've used that to stop you, will you destroy and uncreate it all, return it to sender with consciousness? <sighs> right, wrong, good, bad, online, nine, pop, shorts, boys and beyonds. And remember, it is just a choice. It's one of a godzillion, billion, trillion choices that you have in that moment. So everywhere that you haven't acknowledged, jealousy is a choice. Will you revoke, recount, rescind, renounce, denounce, reclaim, destroy, and create all that times a godzillion and return it to sender with consciousness? Yeah, right, wrong, good, battle, nine, pot, shorts, boys, and beyonds. And then you can ask yourself if I wasn't choosing jealousy right now, what could I create? If I wasn't choosing jealousy right now, what could I create? which takes you out of the distractor and into possibility. Plus you're acknowledging that you're choosing it, which is a huge part of being able to change something. Because the moment you acknowledge something that you're choosing something becomes the moment that you can actually choose to change it. Everything that is. We'll you start and create it all. Right, wrong, good, battle, nine, podpock, shorts, boys, meons. We are going to head to break and when we come back. We will talk more about jealousy and all the fun ways we use it to stop ourselves. <laughs> all right, we'll be right back.
3: Did you know that Glynise travels the world facilitating classes, possibilities, and awesomeness? She does. From Ireland to England, across Europe to the Netherlands, and from Guatemala to Nicaragua to Mexico, and her center of possibilities in Lloydminster, Canada. There will be more places added, so find out if Glenice will be in your area. Be sure to check her schedule on www.glynise.net for more information about where Glenise will be visiting next. If you'd like Glynise to come to your area, contact her for the possibilities www.glinice.net close your
4: eyes imagine being free of everything that limits you what would it feel like to live from this space every day during an infinite possibility session with Glenice, you will clear energy blocks and limitations from every area of your life so you can live beyond your wildest dreams sessions can be done in person over the phone or using skype Find out more online at www.glenice.net. Find out about ongoing classes and workshops as well. And read Glenice's blog. That's www.glenice.net. G-L-E-N-Y-C-E dot
2: It's
1: your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. You're listening to Living in the Magic of Possibilities with your host, Glenice Hughes. To find out more about Glenys and our program, please visit www.glenys.net. That's G L E N Y C E.net. Now back to Living in the Magic of Possibilities.
2: Welcome back, everybody. So we're talking about jealousy and how it is a distractor. Now, the reason it's a distractor is because it's designed to feel, it's designed to make you feel less about yourself. And that's really the energy we go into when we, when we choose jealousy, because it's like we see somebody with that new car and we go into, well, they can have it and I can't, which means you've decided you're less of a creator than that person. So everywhere that you've been choosing less than, instead of acknowledging your greatness, will you destroy and create all that times a godzillion and return it to sender with consciousness? Right, wrong, good, battle, nine, putt, shorts, boys and beyonds. And is it really true that somebody is less or more of a creator? Everything that is, will you destroy and create it? Right, wrong, good, battle, nine, putt, shorts, boys and beyonds. Or is it that somebody is choosing to be more of a creator than somebody else? Yeah, because what if that too is just a choice? If you acknowledge that you're a potent creator, I often like to use, you know, the potty mouth version, a potent motherfucking creator of magnitude, that then allows you to step into that energy and be that. Now, the thing is, you don't have to tell anybody. Yes, I'm talking about it on a radio show. So yes, all of the listeners will hear me say that. Beyond that, I don't walk around and, you know, into the grocery store and and announce myself, you know, here I am. The potent motherfucking creator of magnitude where is the red carpet you know I don't do that I mean it would be really funny and I might try it now that I've said that but no but really often people like oh I can't acknowledge that oh my gosh that's you know that's too much that's people would judge me it's like who are you telling like don't tell them just tell you just acknowledge it for you and then you may get so comfortable with it that you would be willing to say it on the radio you would be willing to say it when you walk into a a grocery store pardon me but it's from that place of knowing it for you because often when we're doing it from you know kind of that push energy of let's say you walk into the grocery store you you know you need to announce it everywhere you go that's usually because you're trying to prove it And whenever we try to prove something, it's because we don't believe it to be true. That's why we're in the prove energy. So we want to prove it instead of just knowing it. Just knowing it. When you know it, you do not have to walk into the grocery store announcing it. And it's really from a different energy, but it's acknowledging it for you. And you don't even have to use the potty mouth version. You could just be say, hey, I am a potent creator of magnitude. However, it works for you. And you can start looking back. It's like, wow, you know, look, I created that crap over there. And look, I created that crap in my life. Uh, and you might find some yummy stuff that you created too. But just start acknowledging it. Like I created that. I created that. I created that. I created that. And the, the not so yummy stuff, you can say, hey, I created that. And what's it going to take to change it? So that you can be in that energy of possibility, that energy of really what else is possible here that I've never even imagined. And I'll let you in on a little secret. (laughs) It takes a heck of a lot more energy. To create crap than it does to create awesomeness. So, you know, if you're feeling a little tired lately <laughs> or you'd like to feel like you had more energy, then maybe start looking at the crap that you're creating and be willing to change it. Be willing to acknowledge you created it and acknowledge that you can change it also. Yeah. So anything that doesn't allow that, will you destroy it and create it all times a godzillion. Right, wrong, good, battle, nine, Pudpock shorts, boys, and beyond. Now, the other thing with jealousy, and I'm also very aware of this for myself, is really we're also infinitely aware. So I am very aware of other people's jealousy, and that was likely more of what I was picking up on as a kid. But because I didn't know that that was a possibility then it becomes that that's just mine, you know? So we're not taught, unfortunately, yet <laughs> in school that we, we're we aware and that we pick up other people's stuff. And and so then it just becomes where, oh, this is my problem. This is something I feel. And, you know, even thinking of the gal who, who was the popular one, I mean, how many people had that? And her entire family was like that, like cousins and everything, like they were the popular ones. Um, And so, you know, how many, how much energy of that was being projected at her and everybody in her family. And I was just aware of it. And then I played with it and made it my own. uh, And I was aware of it. So everywhere that you've been aware of jealousy and you haven't acknowledged it, will you destroy and uncreate all that times a godzillion? Right, wrong, good battle, nine, podpock, shorts, boys and beyonds. And everywhere that you've bastardized your awareness of it, so then you've judged you because you've chose jealousy. Will you destroy it and create all that times a Godzillion? Right, wrong, good battle, nine podpox, shorts, boys and beyonds. And the other thing that I really just in preparation for this show, and by preparation I just mean it kind of rolls around in my head for sometimes an hour, sometimes a day, it just really depends. Um is that I really became aware that I have a capacity with creating. I mean, I've known I had a capacity with creating, but in order to bastardize that capacity with creating, I was using jealousy. So whenever we have a capacity and we're not using it, we're not utilizing it, we're not acknowledging it, the only other option The only other choice we have is to bastardize it, is to make it less than what's possible. So a lot of times when people have... uh problems with money, it's actually because they have capacities with money, but they're not acknowledging it, and so they're distracting themselves with the problem of it, instead of going, hey, I've got a capacity here, how can I use this capacity to my advantage? And and so that was my awareness with all of the jealousy that I've chose for so many years, really was bastardizing my capacity with creating And that's what the gift of of the tools from Access Consciousness have been for me, is they've given me the, I guess, the tools, the possibilities, the energy, um, the clearing of all the points of view, the judgment, all of that, so that I can actually utilize my creating capacities. And that's really what I've done. In the last four four almost five years is created out created myself pretty much every day uh in terms of things that i've desired things that are fun for me and and really like wow created a life beyond what i've never imagined possible and what else is possible i've never imagined totally open to that once I got out of that and, and did start acknowledging that I am a creator of magnitude. I am. I always have been. I just spent a lot of time using it against me. So anywhere that you've got capacities with creating that you're bastardizing with distracting yourself with jealousy, will you destroy and uncreate all that, return it to sender with consciousness? Yeah, right, wrong, good, battle. 9 put, puck, shorts, boys and beyonds. So that was one aspect. The other aspect that you want to be aware of, because we're infinitely aware, is sometimes people share things or tell us things so that we do get jealous. So they're projecting onto us with their story that we get jealous. You know, there's something in that for them that they would rather us feel like that, like they're greater than us because they've created it and we're less than because we didn't. And what you want to be in for me, that was a big part of kind of shifting and changing this, even if it was just a post on Facebook, is to be aware of when that projection was there. Because if somebody's projecting onto you to be jealous or to feel jealous because they're greater and you're less than based on what they created, then most of us have this infinite caring and infinite kindness that's more for them than us. So then what we end up doing is we allow that. We go, oh, there's that energy. They would like me to be this way. And of course, this isn't cognitive. This is just an energy thing. So we go, oh, they'd like me to be that way. Okay, I'll be that way. And it's like, yeah, no. So (laughs) everywhere that you have allowed yourself to choose jealousy based on what other people were asking of you, will you just store and create all that and return it to sender with consciousness? Right, wrong, good, battle, nine, buttock, shorts, boys and beyonds. Because if you're just aware of it and don't make it wrong, Like, really don't make it wrong. Just be aware. Oh, somebody, you know, that person's telling me about their new car so that I'm jealous so that they feel better about themselves. Just acknowledge it. What happens when you acknowledge it for you, like, don't say it to them (laughs) because it's, well, I mean, use your awareness, but quite likely it won't create more to to acknowledge it verbally to them. But if you acknowledge it within yourself, then you're not at the effect of it. It's like, oh, that's what they would like me to be right now. And then you can be like, okay, so what's going to create more in the world? Is it me pretending to be jealous? You know, sometimes that will. And I know that sounds crazy, but you just want to use your awareness. Like, hey, what is going to create more in the world? Oh, they'd like me to be jealous. Okay, cool. I can be that for them. Um, And sometimes it might be just to be a totally um, different energy of allowance and excitement for them so that it shows them another possibility. You know, maybe that's the only thing they knew was jealousy like me you know 10 years ago that would have been me it would have been like oh I created something great now you have to be jealous because I've been jealous for so many years about other people you know that's sort of real crazy Um, and yet If we be a different possibility, sometimes that's enough for somebody to choose different. And maybe it isn't, but that might be what you're aware of to be. But it's just that willingness to be aware, to acknowledge, oh, they'd like me to be that. And not go into defense, well, they shouldn't be like that. They're bad. They're wrong. It's not that. It's just acknowledge, hey, that's what it is. Yeah, so everywhere that you've done that to people you've projected onto them to be jealous and everywhere it's been projected onto you to be jealous all of that energy just destroy and uncreate it all right wrong good battle nine putt shorts boys and beyonds yeah Now, the other way that jealousy, I mean, jealousy shows up in so many different ways, uh, but a lot of times people have problems with jealousy in terms of relationships. So maybe they're dating somebody and they're jealous every time they talk to somebody else or they're jealous if they spend time with somebody else or they're jealous that they, you know, maybe texted their mom and they didn't get a text or like crazy stuff like that. And basically, when you do jealousy in a relationship, you make you the least valuable product in your life. I'm going to say that again. When you do jealousy in a relationship, you're making you the least valuable product in your life. Now, think about it back to the example of the the gal who I went to school with. If I'm sitting on the bus and I'm, you know, in the state of, well, she gets to go to Disneyland and I don't, and look at her hair is perfect. And, you know, by then I had started gaining weight. So she, you know, she was thin and I wasn't. And, you know, all of this, was I making myself valuable in any way or was I making myself the least valuable product? yeah, I was making myself the least valuable product. So this doesn't even have to be relationships like in terms of like sexual relationships or, or marriages or anything. It could be any relationship. When you do jealousy, when you choose jealousy, you are choosing to be the least valuable product in your life. So everywhere you have allowed yourself and you have chose to be the least valuable product in your life, we destroy and uncreated all times a godzillion. Right, wrong, good, battle, 9 Papak shorts, boys, and beyonds. And there's a clearing that you can run. If you find that there's somebody in particular that you really uh, have that come up with a lot, the, the clearing you can run, I mean, there's probably many, but this is one that uh, that's reads, what secret agenda with whomever do you have that maintains you as the least valuable product in your life? Everything that is, we destroy and uncreate at all times a godzillion, right, wrong, good, battle, nine, putt, pox, shorts, boys, and beyonds. Yeah, what secret agenda with fill in the blank do you have that maintains you as the least valuable product in your life? Everything that is, we destroy and uncreate at all times a godzillion, right, wrong, good, battle, nine, putt, pox, shorts, boys, and beyonds. Now, a few years back, I probably. I'm not even sure what year. You'd have to go back in the archives. I did a whole show about secret agendas. So you may want to go check that out. It's a phenomenal show. The whole secret agenda thing is a phenomenal um, energy to be aware of, because it's a secret agenda. So it's so secret, we're not even aware of it. So there could have been a lifetime where that gal and I uh, were, you know, let's say we were married, and I made my entire life about her. And then we come into this lifetime, and I've still got some of that those secret agendas running, but they're so secret, I'm not even aware of them. So it's just one of the possibilities. I'm just throwing that out there just to kind of give you an example of what a secret agenda could be. And there could be many, you know, there could be many, and it's not relevant what they are. So when we just say, you know, what secret agenda with so and so do you have that maintains you as the least valuable product in your life, destroy and create all that, right, wrong, good, Battle Nine, put puck, shorts, boys, on all of those secret agendas just start to dissolve so that then you actually have infinite choice. So then I can, you know, be in her life and I can see her and I can be like, wow, that's phenomenal. I wonder what it would be like to create something like that or even greater for me. And it's really interesting, you know, as, as a child, all I saw was they got to travel. They were probably traveling four times a year, if not more. Uh, she had the perfect body, the perfect hair from all my judgments, you know, all of this. And really what was going on with the travel stuff was her mom was very sick and they were traveling trying to find a cure. Um, but of course, all I saw <laughs> was that they got to go to these cool places, not willing to be totally aware of what was going on. Um, just a different, you know, it's like, really, do we ever really know? So also being aware of that too. So everything that brings up for you, everywhere that you've allowed yourself to be the least valuable product in your life, will you destroy and uncreate it all? Right, wrong, good, battle, nine, pod, poc, shorts, boys, and beyonds. And everywhere that it's been projected onto you to be the least valuable product in your life, will you destroy and create all that times a godzillion? Right, wrong, good, battle, nine, pod, poc, shorts, boys, and beyonds. And a reminder, if you're choosing least valuable product in your life, that's still a choice. So even if somebody is demanding that, of you, you still have to choose it to make it a reality. So people can demand a billion, trillion, godzillion things of you. You still have to say yes for it to occur everything that is and everywhere you've allowed that will you destroy and uncreate it all return it to sender with consciousness right wrong good battle nine put shorts boys and beyonds all right we are going to head to break when we come back we're going to talk about how you might be using jealousy to actually stop you haha <laughs> all right we'll be right back
1: Motivate, change, succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com.
3: Did you know that Glenise travels the world facilitating classes, possibilities, and awesomeness? She does
4: that's G-L-E-N-Y-C-E G L E N Y C E.net.
1: It's your world. Motivate, change, succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. You're listening to Living in the Magic of Possibilities with your host, Glenice Hughes. To find out more about Glenys and our program, please visit www.glenys.net. That's G L E N Y C E.net. Now back to living in the magic of possibilities welcome
2: back everybody so i've got some awesomeness coming up around the world how did i get so lucky in fact when you guys are listening to this i will be in australia i am pre-recording as i do all of my shows uh from the snowy alberta canada and tomorrow we head on to uh well the first part of our journey to australia we will be um I think 25 hours in the air, (laughs) three different airplanes, 25 hours total. Uh, So we will fly. Our first flight starts at 730 uh, Mountain Time on Monday, and we will arrive at about 2 p.m. uh, Mountain Time on the Tuesday, uh, which, of course, is seven yeah I think 7 a.m in Australia on Wednesday oh my gosh how does it get any better than this so that takes me to the first five day that I'm holding of 2016 which will start on January 1st really feeling like January um, 2016 is you know huge 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 for everybody who's willing to choose it so Wanted to start off with that. So we'll do the bars and the foundation. So they will no longer be called foundation level one. The foundation is a four day class. So it's basically foundation and level one, uh, but it's just changed the name. And then we'll head back home to Alberta. And starting February 17th, we will be up at the Fantasyland Hotel at the West Edmonton Mall. And I am so thrilled to be doing a five-day there. It's such a cool place. I mean, there's so many things. There's a whole, like, fair in there. I'm going to see if uh, if Lori, who's hosting, and we're also co-facilitating the bars, uh, if her if she would actually come on the boat with me. It's like this huge thing that goes, like, like a boat, like a big ship. Um, I jokingly said when we did a class, uh, a, a day class in West Ed that we would go on the roller coaster, but I was seriously joking. I would never go on that thing. And I can honestly say that. I know that's a conclusion saying never and I never would. <laughs> so that starts February 17th and then off to Santa Cruz, California. I'm so excited. I have so many awesome registrations already. So many people. I'm just thrilled to, to get to meet so starting february 24th and the same thing brooke and i are going to co-facilitate ours, and then we'll do the foundation I will facilitate the foundation so how does it get any better also in the works for april we don't have dates or even the names of the classes just yet but uh bucharest of romania how cool is that so we're just in the in the creation phase of that um and so many other places that i keep saying we're getting on to and we truly are it's just taking a little bit longer and of course the access web page is getting a big revamp so not able to post anything now i also do know i guess i I should say this, on February 6th here at my home or possibly a larger location, I will be holding a bars class. So keep that in mind uh, for all of my local friends and I've got a huge project launching on January 1st. And if, you know, traveling the world and shining your light and making money is something you're looking to do in 2016, watch for that. And it will be launched first off to my newsletter list. So you may, if you're not on it already, wish to go sign up. And uh, and then probably a day or two later that I will launch it to the rest of the world. So uh, at my webpage page, G-L-E-N-Y. C-E. You can go sign up for my newsletter there and that program will be launching January 1st. I would expect that it'll come out sooner than that. And who knows, you know, I might be really busy floating in the pool in Australia. I wonder. (laughs) All right. So let's go back to talking about jealousy. Now, the other thing you want to be aware of is that if you are aware of people and jealousy and you have been bastardizing it like I did for so long then the other thing you're possibly doing is ensuring that you're not creating something people could be jealous of cuz then that would be really uncomfortable for you. So let's say you created a you know you you bought a phenomenal car that you're just thrilled about. A lot of people wouldn't do that. Because they wouldn't want people to be jealous of them. Yeah, so everything that is, will you destroy and create it all? Right wrong, good battle, nine pot box, shorts, boys and beyond. Because what if, just like I've talked about the whole show, what if jealousy's a choice? And what if you choosing not to shine, not to be your greatness, not to create beyond what you never imagined possible, people are going to choose one of two things. They're either going to choose to judge the hell out of you and be jealous of you, or they're going to choose to be inspired by you. And you cannot control what they choose. All you can do is choose what works for you. And the way that I see it is people are going to choose either way. And so me playing small and not creating beyond what I've never imagined possible, all that does is hurts me, so to speak. All it does is affects what's actually possible for me and my life. And there was a time, believe me, because of this jealousy stuff that I've played with for my entire life um, and just been more aware of it these last five years, I did stop myself or what I would do is I would justify it. It would be, um, you know, let's say the very first year that my husband and I took a month and went to Mexico. And people would be like, oh, my goodness, like yeah, a whole month. And I'd be like, yes, but I worked really hard or like that sort of energy. It was like I would always justify because I could perceive their jealousy and I didn't want them to be jealous because I knew jealousy didn't feel good. So in my infinite caring and kindness for them, then I would justify it. I would help them to make sense of it. Um, And now it's like, I just let the person choose whatever they need to choose. So if they want to choose, oh, well, you know, she works really hard or she's, um, you know, some people have said to me, oh, well, it's because your husband has money. And it's like, (laughs) actually, he doesn't. And... I mean, he's got money. I don't mean that. But it's a lot of times people will see somebody creating something, especially if it's the the woman. It's like, oh, well, they, you know, their husband's supporting them or financially he's got it and she can just, you know, play in that. And it's like, actually, no, but often I won't say that. So if somebody says that to me and not from a question, but a conclusion, like, oh, well, you know, you're just lucky because your husband has money. Be like, yep instead of going into the defense or any of that energy, because if it's not a question, what is there to say to it? Nothing, unless you want to defend it. And that's just not fun for me. So it's just from that place of, yeah, you're right. And then it, it validates their reality. And if that's going to create more, and usually if that's the statement and that's where they're coming from and there's no question, usually that is what's going to create more because it's just like, okay, conversation's over and they're they're walking away where they can justify why they're not choosing what they would like to choose. Cause they can say, well, I don't have a husband like that, or I don't have that. And you know, I've even had a lot of people say to me, well, it's cause you don't have kids, you know, so you guys can travel because you don't have kids. You, if you had kids, you wouldn't have the money. You wouldn't have the time. But like, yeah, you're right. <laughs> and, All that does, you know, is again, they're not asking. So if they asked, I would tell them something very different. Um, But from that place of conclusion and and justification, yeah, you're right. Because there's no point in trying to defend it, trying to make them see otherwise, trying to show them they could have another possibility. Because they're not interested in another possibility. They're just interested in concluding why I've created what I can create. And hey, it's irrelevant. And if somebody, wants to have that conclusion I'm totally okay with it and I'm willing to have that awareness so it's not from the place of the blinders what I used to do you know pretend oh no no everybody's happy for me and and everybody loves me and I love everybody and I'm happy for everybody it's like no take the blinders off be willing to see it for what it is and not make it wrong you know so even if that energy of of jealousy were to come up for me now it's still not wrong It's just a choice. And then now I just have the tools to go, wait a minute. I know that energy. That's not the fun energy. What's going on here? What of this could I create? And, you know, I I often use the example of Oprah, the gal who she used to have a a daily show Monday to Friday on TV. And a lot of people would kind of look at her and, and if they weren't busy judging her, they would go, oh, that, that's what I want to be. And so she was really choosing to create um, so much. And she was really in her space, at least for this is just my point of view from watching her shows. You know, she really was doing what she loved to do. So we would watch her and we'd go, oh, well, that's the answer. Like, oh, having your own TV show, that's the answer to happiness. Um, And it's like, no, what we tap into and we see somebody choosing and being and creating everything they desire and more is that that possibility for ourselves and then we distract ourselves saying okay well now I'm going to go to journalism school and now I'm going to go do this so that I can have my own tv show instead of just being like hey that energy what would it take to create that energy or something greater in my life and it might not be the uh, the online show or the online the tv show it might be um, looking after kids. It might be taking care of animals. But what we become aware of is the energy that they're willing to be. They're being more of them than we're willing to be. And what really lights us up is people who are willing to be them, all of them, or as much of them. Um, and that's what you're probably your attraction to certain people are because there's that willingness to be more of them. But then we bastardize it and say, oh, well, then that's the answer. What they're doing is what I have to do. It's like, no, you just want to be more of. Of you like they're choosing to be of them. So everywhere you've misidentified and misapplied that energy. So you're trying to copy what somebody's doing instead of asking, what would it take to be more of me than they're willing to be of them? Yeah, right, wrong, good battle, nine fox, shorts, boys and beyonds. And and not when I say more of me than them, it doesn't mean that you're doing competition like, oh, and I want I want to be better than them. It's all of us, every day, every 10 seconds is different. There's a, an amount of us that we're willing to be, dependent on who's around, or if we're by ourselves, or whatever that is. And so, you know, when we talk about out creating, that's often a question you can ask every day. Not often, it is a question you can ask every day. What would it take to out create myself today? Which means you'd be willing to be more of you today than you were willing to be of you yesterday. You can also ask, what would it take to out create so and so today? which means then you'd be willing to be more of you today than they were of them. And so there's this guy that I watch, um, Million Dollar Listing, New York, and his name is Frederick Eklund, I believe. And there is something about him that I absolutely adore, like adore. I think I would be more excited to meet him than a lot of people in the world. And, you know, a lot of people probably don't even know who he is. Uh, but he and he's you know he's he's dramatic he's he's a feminine dramatic he's over the top he's phenomenal and I adore him and there's a there's something that he's willing to be so I often when I see his post on Facebook or watch a show of him or something like that I'm often okay so what would it take to be more of me than he's willing to be of him and uh, he's got a book called The Cell. So he does real estate, but there's so much more to him from my my point of view. Um, and so, you know, in that he talks about different things and, and there's a level of vulnerability that he's willing to be. And To me, it's such an inspiration because I, for so many years, and you guys probably have heard me talk about this before, but for so many years, it was like, no, if you're going to be a professional, then you smile and you tell everybody how perfect your life is and you never have a bad day and you're never sad and, you know, like all of that. And I lived behind those barriers for years. And really like, you know, when my, my little toddy was sick uh, last month, I or this month, yeah, a few weeks ago when we were going to Florida, it was a real willingness to post that on Facebook and to allow people to contribute and just to be totally vulnerable with it. And I honestly, there would have been a time that 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 would not have occurred, because that wouldn't have been appropriate. And that wouldn't have been, you know, you also open yourself up. So, you know, I've been getting some random emails and messages saying, hey, did you know it's this or it's this or you've got this and she's doing this. And it's like, okay, cool. You know, didn't ask <laughs> and that's just one of the things if you're willing to be vulnerable then, then there's gonna be people that will um, use that. I don't know if that's the right word and it's, it's the willingness to be vulnerable to receive it all without a point of view. Just be like, awesome, okay, cool now what else is possible? Now what else is possible? And it's just that. And and when I watch him, that's the energy. Now there would have been a time I would have seen him and said, oh, I need to sell real estate, <laughs> which would have been really interesting. But that really would have been the the energy of it. So it's just really checking in, like the people that inspire you, the, the, the posts on Facebook, the people talking, the books you read, all of that, check in. You know, are you willing to outcreate them? And it's, It's an every day and every 10 second thing where you're asking. It's not from, okay, well, it's it's once and it's always. No, it's like every 10 seconds and, and just that willingness and the willingness to be judged, the willingness for people to project jealousy onto you and then they can excuse why they're not choosing what they're choosing. So every barrier you've got up to that everywhere, you've decided that everybody should choose greater and everybody, you know, should choose happy and nobody would use you as a reason to stop themselves. All of those lies. Will you destroy and create all times a gazillion? Yeah. Right, wrong, good, bad, online, putt put, shorts, boys and beyonds. And what magic can you create from a place of possibility? Anything that doesn't allow that, will you destroy and uncreate it all and return it to sender with consciousness? Right, wrong, good, bad, online, putt shorts, boys, and beyonds. And what physical actualization of a phenomenal life and living from that place of potent motherfucker creator of magnitude are you now capable of generating, creating, and actualizing? anything that doesn't allow that to show up as if by magic, will you destroy and uncreate all times a godzillion? Right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, pot, shorts, boys, and beyonds. Thank you so much for listening in, guys. Oh, I am just so, so grateful for each and every one of you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Have a wonderful rest of your day, and we'll talk to you next week.